I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Thank you for dropping in here on my podcast. As I think you know, I really like having your ear here. I'm sitting here in my big, comfortable, manly, black leather papa chair. I've just come up with the answer to a question that you hear all the time. That question is, what are friends for? People are always asking that question. And the answer is right there in a headline in a recent Drudge Report that says, wait for it, wait for it. (laughs) The Drudge headline says, quote, Millennials choose friends as sperm donors, end quote. Yeah, Millennials choose friends as sperm donors. Hey, come on, would Matt Drudge lie to us? Of course not. Millennials choose friends as sperm donors. So that's what friends are for. Think about that. If you're a guy going to a singles bar, and the ladies there have all heard, you know, what's your sign way too often, think about it, guys. Next time you're there at a singles bar, you can now legitimately... Go over to an attractive millennial 26 to 45-year-old lady and ask her if you could be her friend for the evening. If she has any kind of sense of humor, she will say, well, what does that mean? So then, you can explain that according to Drudge, millennials choose friends as sperm donors, and you are ready and willing to make a personal donation. (laughs) But watch out, because she may hit back. Like the lady who had the perfect answer when some guy asked her, How do you like your eggs in the morning, my dear? And she said, I like my eggs in the morning unfertilized. Richard. Guess she wasn't a millennial. But she was obviously a smart girl. I think women should approach men more often because we're, you know, we're easy. I have never once seen a woman get turned down when she says to a guy, Hey, Would you like to come up to my apartment? And then she gives him one of those wicked little smiles, you know, and starts twirling her hair. That, guys, is her way of telling you that she may be open to receiving your donation. She probably has body lotion stains on her carpet. Do not screw up at a time like that. Don't tell her that you've wanted to meet her ever since you read that stuff about her on the men's room wall. (laughs) And remember that two heads are better than one, especially on a pillow. Dexter Tales, a bunch of totally unimportant facts for you to stuff in one ear so you can shove some important stuff that is making your life hurt a bit out your other ear, and you can, just for a few minutes, win with a grin. Everybody is always saying hard work pays off over time. I was just thinking, my buddy Big Louie says laziness pays off right away. Hmm? My brother Jeff lives in a mobile home. When he bought it, I asked him if it catches fire, can he meet the fire trucks halfway? <laughs> you, you would not believe his answer. It was, 
the suggestion of a physical impossibility. Which reminds me that your fanny is your biggest muscle. So if you've been cooped up and watching a lot of TV, you can semi-honestly say you've been working out. And if the answer is vroom, screech, vroom, screech, vroom, screech, what is the question? If the answer is vroom, screech, vroom, screech, vroom, screech, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. Tell you in a minute. The answer is vroom, screech, vroom, screech, vroom, screech. What is the question? Hey, could we properly call Preparation H a gross national product, huh? Hey, and I'm told today is Mickey Mouse's birthday. He's getting older. I think his wife just went through many paws. Speaking of birthdays, how old would you think you are if you didn't know? You know, that's a reasonable question. Because sometime, somewhere, some smart guy had to figure that out. Probably the same guy who came up with the idea of zero. The idea of zero was a very big mathematical idea. So we got to thank him for nothing. <laughs> something else people are always saying is something is clean as a whistle. Now, if you watch a ref at a football game, you will know that his whistle is usually full of spit. So that's not clean. And a truckload of Viagra was hijacked on the Pennsylvania Turnpike yesterday. Cops are probably out there looking for some hardened criminals. It is allergy season coming up. Lots of scratching and itching and spitting will be going on. I think that's where they got the idea for Major League Baseball. Lots of scratching and itching and spitting. Some days, when I'm watching the news, I wonder, if he wanted to make us happy, why did God give us each other? Watching the news, it's easy to understand how voter apathy has changed to voter outrage. Okay, if the answer is vroom, screech, vroom, screech, vroom, screech, the question is, what is the sound of a blonde driver at a four-way stop sign. Vroom, screech, vroom, screech, vroom, screech. <laughs> I had a blonde girlfriend once. One of Maureen's problems was that her pet guppies swam around too fast for her to enjoy watching them. And believe it or not, she resented it when I put some jello in their bowl to slow them down. I do the best I can. Dicks the tails, they take your mind off your mind. housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy and Hot at Amazon.com, would you please tell a couple of friends because they might like them too. And of course, you would be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. Millennials choose friends as sperm donors, says the Drudge Report. Millennials, as you probably know, are folks between the ages of 26 and 45. Yeah, a lot of very friendly people most of the time. Like the folks in this story from my Night Connections spoken word CD. You're on a business trip. You always stay at hotels where there's a workout room. You're 32, married, happily. 
And you want to keep the slim, beautiful body that your husband fell in lust with long before he fell in love with you. You're a no-nonsense woman. But right now, there's some kind of nonsense going on right about the same place inside you where you remember feeling a lot of trembling when you had your first crush. You like to start the day with a turn on the Nautilus machines and then take a quick swim before breakfast. This morning, when you got to the workout room, there was a trace of a man's cologne in the air but nobody was in the room. You started your workout and almost jumped out of your sweats when a quiet, smiling, deep male voice said, Don't bend your back. The surprise made you let go of the machine and the weights clattered to the floor. The owner of the voice came running around to see that you were all right. When he bent down to look at your face, you had the sudden and total attention of two very concerned blue eyes. He had a towel wrapped around his waist, and there was toothpaste on his upper lip and a toothbrush still in his hand. You laughed and said, I'm fine. And the eyes laughed back as if to say, you certainly are. He held out his hand to help you up and you took it automatically. And his pull was so firm and strong that you lost your balance and you fell against him. He had a slim, hard waist and a firm, hairy chest. And he was in no hurry to let you go. And the towel wasn't much of a disguise for his sudden, intense interest in you. You smiled sweetly and said, Hi, I'm married. He just smiled and said, Is your husband a jealous man? You gave him a great answer. You said, I don't give him reason to be jealous. He looked all the way into your eyes and simply said, You are very beautiful. Then turned and walked away. Tonight the memory of him is in bed with you. Your body is on fire, and the more you try to convince yourself that this is silly and unimportant, the more vulnerable you feel. Marriage has taught you about deep levels of trust and faith and security and safe arms in a warm house late at night. So you know you won't sleep with him tonight because you are faithful. But you also know that until tomorrow morning, you won't sleep at all. was thinking of what she would have to do with the rest of her life when the evening's sweat dried up. The story is called The Workout Woman. It's from my Night Connections Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you like a free, no-strings-attached download of the Workout Woman story, just send your email address to dick at dicksummer.com. I will send you a completely free, no-strings-attached download. You know why? Yeah, it's because I like the fact that you like a story that I wrote and recorded. My email is dick at dicksummer.com. What's yours? 
Millennials choose friends as sperm donors. I gotta tell you, when I first met my lady wonder wench, she turned me into a one-man gland. She put so many bubbles in my blood that I was giving mosquitoes hiccups. I guess, you know, everybody has anatomy. Anatomy just looks better on my lady wonder wench than on most other people. Smart guys in the white lab coats just put out a study that says the average American boy has his first sex at the age of 17. When I was 17 all those years ago, I wasn't allowed to look into a full-length mirror before I was fully dressed. I never even had a bite of French toast. That changed quickly, though, when I got into the radio business. Matter of fact, one Christmas, when I was at NBC Radio in New York, we had a Christmas party, and the stockings were hung by the chimney with care. (laughs) But, But the rest of the clothes were scattered all over the studio floor. By that time, most of us understood that when somebody begins giving mouth-to-mouth resuscitation while you are being introduced, that is an invitation to become friendly. (laughs) My lady was engaged to another guy before I met her. I don't ask her about it. I think when a woman gives a man everything she is, if he takes it and leaves, she is so changed that she becomes a new woman. A new woman who can give another man everything she has become. Besides, I know that sharing a bed isn't nearly as important as sharing a dream. I just love watching my lady put on some lipstick, and I love it even more when I smear it a little. It's very special to get to watch her squirting some perfume in places where she knows I'll be the only one to know about it. I'm especially glad that I'm her friend. And after all of this time, she seems to still look forward to my most personal donations. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.